I don't even know how I ever stayed organized or got anything done before I started using this tool. It's been 10 years and I've never looked back. Listen up because you're in for a treat if you're not using this already. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Rithi Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rock star professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my gorgeous friends. I hope your week is off to a great start. I'm wondering, are you out and about kind of getting back into the groove of things? I feel like we're definitely doing more. I'm not a ton. I mean, I think we're just with our close group of friends and we still just go to the grocery store. I mean, we're not going to restaurants and stuff, but I did go to the hairdresser a couple times. That was like the big outing. I got my hair chopped. It's like the COVID cut. It's just totally chopped off. But the thing I'm really missing, and okay, just brace yourself because I know this is the first world problem, but I'm really missing my massages. <laughs> I don't know when I'm ever going to be ready to go back to that. Um, it just feels too close for comfort for me right now. And I do it because it actually really helps me. Well, of course it helps relax me and I love them, but they actually are great to help me fight off or defend me against migraines. I get these really bad headaches. So I try to go every like six or seven weeks for these massages. And of course, now it's been, I don't know, five months and I'm so tight. So I am really looking forward to that. I don't know why I just started that with this, but I just was like, I would just love to hear what's going on in your world. Okay. So let's jump in. Um, You know that I'm here for you to help you squash overwhelm so you can thrive at work, so you can be your best at home. And I'm talking about one of my favorite besties loves of my life today. Okay. I have mentioned my dear love several times in the past in several episodes. And no, I'm not talking about my husband or even my children, but the real love of my life. Evernote. Yes. I have mentioned it many times. And I think every time I mention it, I'm like, I've got to do an episode on that. I keep saying that. And now that we're almost 30 episodes in, I'm thinking, why is it taking me so long to do this? And I came to the realization, which has come to me after working with hundreds of women, that the reason I put this episode off is because even though I believe that Evernote is the be-all, end-all of all organization and productivity tools in my life, it's not the best tool for everyone. So what I really mean by that, or this is why I want to start with this and kind of take this episode, is that... Although I will tell you all about my love affair with Evernote because I loves me it so much, my success doesn't have nearly as much to do with the tool as it does with the strategies I use behind it. So let me say that again, and I'll put that in more of a perspective for you. Your success doesn't nearly have as much to do with the tool as it does the strategies behind you. So this is why I sometimes don't totally tout specific tools or I'm not like, I'm maybe a little bit hesitant to get deep into this because if it doesn't work as great for someone else as it does for me, 
they blame the tool or they think nothing ever works for them. They blame them, they blame themselves or they say it's too complicated when in fact the real issue is that they're not following through with the strategy. So the tool isn't going to matter. So hear me again before we start this subject. The tool is not nearly as important as your strategy is. Papish? All right. Now that we've like gotten that out of the way and I've cautioned you, now I can get into my obsession with Evernote, the strategies I use behind it and how it has literally changed my life. And then you can decide if that tool is the right one for you. So if you've heard of this Evernote thing and you don't really know what it is or you've tried it and you're like, I didn't really know how to use it or maybe I didn't give it enough of a shot or maybe I did but didn't work for me, let me quickly tell you what the heck it is. Evernote is a software designed for note-taking, organizing, list-making, and archiving. So it's an app and you would download it across all your devices. So all your lists and your notes and everything you're going to create in Evernote are synced up, whether you're on your iPhone or your Android or your laptop or your iPad. So that's, by the way, heads up, one of the reasons I love it so much because you have access to it everywhere. So every time you have a thought or an idea, you can get it down somewhere in your Evernote because it's synced up between all your devices. So that's what it is. But actually for me, and that's kind of like tactically what it is, but For me, it is the key tool to keep my work life, my home life, my family life, and my community life completely organized. So to prepare for this episode, I look back to see when I started using Evernote, because I really didn't know, and you will never believe it. We, Evernote and I, are celebrating our 10-year anniversary together, like literally this month. How crazy is is that? When I looked it up, it was this month. I know, I know, I'm a bit choked up about this too. Open the wine, pop the bubbly. Actually, I just really needed a reason to open another bottle of wine this week, but okay. Where I was going with this is this. I have no idea how I kept my life organized before 10 years ago. Like, I really can't remember my life without it, and 10 years is a long time. So I don't know what I really did, except I must have just sort of like scotch taped together all these different ways to be organized because I really wasn't that much of a mess, but I guarantee, I guarantee without a doubt, I must have wasted a lot more time prior to 10 years ago because I had so many different places that I had to go to find information or better yet, I didn't even have the information saved, right? Like I didn't have my ideas saved anywhere. They would come to me And then I would store them in the best, most amazing place possible, in my brain. Yeah, which let's be honest, is as good as never having the idea ever because about five minutes later, it is gone. So I either just had to go searching for information or I think I just lost a bazillion ideas and thoughts because I didn't really have anywhere to put them. So now that I'm 10 years in, I want to let you know that I still only use the most basic features of Evernote. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm still on the free version. Now, I may be grandfathered into some of the features, but uh, because I was there so long ago in that free version, but literally I'm just using like checkboxes and and storing information. So I don't think I'm not doing anything fancy. I just use it for list making, keeping scan documents in there, um, storing info. 
And I'm sure there's a ton more you can do with that. Like I'm by no means an Evernote expert, but the good news is, and why I'm sharing this, is so that you know that you can be super productive and keep your whole life organized just by using the simple basics and nothing else, just like I am. All right, so what do I use this life-changing tool for? I mentioned I keep information, but I keep information on everything going on in my life, like literally everything personally, everything professionally. And before I get into how it works, I want to talk about the strategy that I'm mentioning right here. Remember, because I said the strategy is what's most important. And the strategy is to have one place to keep everything together. One place. Now, this is super valuable because when all your information is in one central location, you're not wasting time sifting through six different notebooks and tons of sticky notes and backs of envelopes and random papers and yellow pads and journals and Google Docs and Word Docs and everywhere else you put your information. So that's what I mean when I said, I don't even know how I kept everything organized when I had it in all these different places, but I did. I mean, I sort of did, but I'm sure I wasted a ton of time trying to find things. So now in Evernote, gone are my pads and the notebooks and the random papers and the stickies and everything I do, and I do mean everything that I have is in one place. So say it with me, sister, one place. It is beautiful. It is so reassuring and it gives me so much peace of mind knowing that I only have one place to find whatever it is that I'm looking for. Oh, and by the way, I just, I want to mention that if you have a PC, so I have a Mac And you can download Evernote for free on your Mac or PC. But if you have a PC, you might already have OneNote installed on your computer. I think it comes with like the whole Microsoft Word package. And that is a different software, but it's very comparable to Evernote. So if it's something you've played around with, you're comfortable with, you've heard about, you might just want to use OneNote just because it's there and it might be integrated. It might be part of like your work documents or your work applications. So just something to consider. All right. So now let me explain how Evernote is set up and how exactly I get all my information in there. So when you sign up for Evernote, again, you just, you know, Google it, um, put your email and create a password. And when you open it up, when you have your account, you'll see something called notebooks. And within your notebooks, you can create notes. So let me take you back to school because that's probably how this is going to make the most sense. So you know when you had a five-ring binder for each of your subjects, like let's say in high school, you had math and then you had a binder for English and you had one for science and one for social studies. And then within that binder, you had those dividers. Remember, you've got those like five dividers. If you have kids, they're probably doing this right now still in each in each of your binders. So in English, you might have the five dividers, and they'd say, one might say grammar, then vocabulary, writing, quizzes, and books, right? So that's exactly what notebooks and notes are like. You might have a notebook for finances right now. Okay, so that's your your notebook. That's like the binder. And separate notes or the dividers for taxes, receipts, expenses, income, and donations. Okay, and you're not limited to five. I'm just using five as an example. Or you might have a notebook for marketing and you'll have separate notes for social media, your annual plan, budget, ad copy, and website updates. So you get the idea. So essentially you're thinking like, here are my like big project or topics. And then within that, we have subtopics or subprojects. 
So essentially, you're managing all your information in a way that you know where to locate it in the future and that it stays in a really organized manner, just like your binders back in high school. And after you're using this for a while, you may end up with not just dozens, but hundreds of notes because you are basically accounting for everything going on in your life if you get to that point, how I've been using it for many years, which is actually awesome. It doesn't feel overwhelming. It feels amazing because now I look at all that and I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, like how much of this would have been lost if I hadn't stored it here, if I didn't have this one place to store it? And so hopefully it's clear how you use notebooks and notes, right? Just think the binders and the dividers. And um, now I'll tell you like how I use this on a day-to-day basis. So first of all, my most used notebook is one called my master list. And within that, I have several notes for my ongoing to-do list. So I might have a personal ongoing to-do list, like a work to-do list. And then I also have like long-term project lists on another note. So my master to-do list, like my business to-do list while I'm working, it stays open on my laptop all day long, all day long. Like literally, I never close it. So anytime I have a thought or idea of something I need to get done, I just add it to that list. Now, there's a whole separate strategy and how to keep your list really organized. But again, right now, I'm just telling you how I'm using this and how it is such a daily part of my life. Now, again, you may use another tool for this. You know, Evernote's not the be-all, end-all. I know it's not for everybody, but it's the strategy behind this that matters. And the strategy is to keep capturing your ideas or your thoughts and your tasks and your to-dos as they come to you all day long. So that's one way that I'm using Evernote virtually all day. And since it's on my phone also, then I can add those ideas or thoughts or tasks as they come to me because my phone is pretty much always connected to me as I imagine yours is too. So whether I'm waiting in the doctor's office or I'm making dinner or I'm at the grocery store or anything, my phone is with me so I can always be adding to it anytime. The other ways I use Evernote is to capture any and all information all day long outside of the everyday to-do list. Okay, this is huge. So it's not just for lists, but again, that's the way I use it the most. But outside of that, there's a bazillion things that are coming my way, I'm sure your way, and this is the most efficient and effective way to capture it all and keep it organized. So I don't even think I had an idea of how much information I should be capturing until I actually started doing this. So here's what I mean. Um, let's say I'm on Facebook and I see a great ad for a either, a comp- you know, I could say a competitor or a non-competitor. I just see a great ad, right? And I'm loving the way they do the image or I love the way that it was written. And in the old pre-Evernote days, I'd think, oh my gosh, I'll just put that in my mental file box. I'll just put that in my brain and I'll remember it like three or six months from now I want to do a Facebook ad. No, obviously I never, it would never happen, but I think I'm going to remember it just like we all do. We think we're going to remember. Or maybe I would take a screenshot of it and that would be pretty much as good as gone because I don't know where the screenshot would end up on my computer. Maybe I'd like put it on my desktop and then God knows where it would go after like three months again, right? You don't know where it would go. But now... I might still, maybe I'll take that screenshot or I might copy and paste the headline or I might copy and paste the image and I'll add it into a note and that notebook might be called social media ideas. So it's like, I've seen this idea out there instead of just relying on my brain that I'm going to remember it or even trying to take some action but not knowing where I put it sometime in the future, I actually take it and just 
dump it into a notebook called social media ideas. Okay, you see how that works? I'll give you another example. So let's say I'm Googling something and I come across a recipe for a mango souffle. And I'm like, this would be so good to make over the holidays. We're months from the holidays. So in the pre-Evernote world, I might bookmark it and I'll never look at it again, right? I just won't ever remember. But now I might copy that link and paste it into a note in Evernote called Awesome Desserts. And that will be in the notebook called Recipes. Okay, so another example might be a friend texts me a photo of her son and he's in camp. And then I write back to her, I'm like, oh, so cute. What camp is he at? She says, it's at some tech camp. And I'm like, oh my God, that might be awesome for my son next summer. So I'm like, can you just text me the info? Okay, what is the chance that nine months from now, I'm going to A, remember that there was this awesome camp that I wanted to send him to, B, be able to find that information like that she texted me ever again. Okay, so you guessed it. That would be like my pre-Evernote life, right? Now I would take the information from the text. So I literally just press copy. I would open Evernote right on my phone and press paste into a note called Tech Camp and it'd be in the notebook called Kids Camps, right? So I hope you're starting to see the magic in this. Like it doesn't matter what, source the ideas or the information or thoughts are coming from because they're all landing up in the same place. And it is divine. I mean, literally when I say it's life-changing, it is life-changing having all your thoughts and ideas and tasks and to-dos and projects and data, everything in one place. So other awesome benefits is that you can share your notes with other people. So if you have a note with your grocery list, or let's say you have a checklist of your onboarding process for your new clients, and you want to share this with your assistant or your colleague or your husband or your teenager, you can do that and they can work on the list real time. So which means you and they can be collaborating on that note or on that list or whatever the whatever it is you're sending them, whatever information at the same time. So as I mentioned a couple of times, since you have access to it, to all the information on all your devices, you know, anybody can be looking at it, whoever, whoever you've shared that note with, and you can be making changes, whether it's from your phone or from your laptop or your iPad. So it is just a life saver. Okay, I'm going to leave you with one last benefit, and that is a scanning app that's associated with Evernote. It's called Scannable, and it is amazing. It is the best quality. I never, ever, I don't even know how many years ago I like stopped using any type of scanner. You basically just like, sign up for that. You take a picture of whatever it is. So let's say you have a loose piece of paper or you have receipts or you're at a meeting or at a conference and you take handwritten notes. You're like, oh, but I have those notes and I have Evernote. What should I do? I take a picture of the handwritten notes. So essentially it's scanning it in. And then right from that app on my phone, I can just say save in and I can put it in the notebook called, you know, meeting notes. So It is unbelievable once you start using it, how many ways you're going to find to incorporate all the information that's coming into your life from all these different sources all in one place. All right. So that was your mini lesson on Evernote and why it keeps everything in my life so organized, why I feel so productive, why I don't waste time anymore finding things. And their search functionality, by the way, is amazing. So I can't remember in all my hundreds of notes what things are called. I just go to the search bar, put something in that I think it might be, like something in that document, and all these results come up and I can always find it within just a couple of, you know, within seconds or maybe at most a minute. So 
For all these reasons, I loves me at beyond belief. And if I haven't made it clear yet, I use it for everything in my work life and in my personal life. It is the bomb. So if you've tried Evernote in the past and haven't used it, or you've been thinking about maybe this is something I want to try, then perhaps this is the little nudge that you needed. And guess what? That right there is your challenge for the week. I always want to make your time 100% worth it. So I am here to encourage you to take one small action every week. And today's action is to try Evernote or OneNote, or if you've heard of another list-making tool that you've been wanting to try, go for it. Now, you've already procrastinated it for long enough, so don't put it off any longer. Just take a stab at it within, you guessed it, the next 24 hours. Remember, it's not the tool that matters nearly as much as a strategy of constantly getting your thoughts out of your head or out of your email or out of your text or out of your pads of paper and getting them into one place. All right, y'all, I am super excited for you to try this. I would love to hear how it goes. Come talk to me, seriously. Come on over to my site, lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward slash 27 and let me know what you did and how it went. I'd love to encourage you. I'd love to guide you and be your personal cheerleader. And by the ways, you may have noticed that I love working with women to build their life holistically. So you're killing it in your professional life and in your personal life. And I love working with women in all levels of business, across all professions and group coaching and one-on-one coaching. I would love to partner with you, my friend, to help you get control of your focus and your time and results so you know exactly where to put your energy and your focus every single day. If you are looking to get systems in place to make your workday more efficient, if you want to put up better boundaries, and if you want to get back to your personal goals and relationships, then come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching. Learn more about how we might be able to partner together and get in touch. You'll find all the goodness over there. Lastly, lastly, for real, if you've learned something from this episode, if you have a friend or colleague that might benefit from it, please forward it to them. And while you're at it, write a quick little review because those iTunes reviews really help me spread my message with other amazing women all around the globe. All right. I love you. I appreciate you. I wish you the very best and a very successful day and week ahead. And I will catch you next time, my friend. Bye-bye.